Hey, welcome, 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 everybody, to the uh, the Kid Michael Show. Uh, I'm I'm your host, Kid Michael. I'm joined by the uh, the lovely Adam Ali. Lovely. How, how you doing today, Adam? I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm uh, I'm all right. Uh, tired. So, yeah. How are you doing? Uh, well, I woke up about like three hours ago, and it's uh, four thirty nine. So I'm doing pretty good. Right, yeah. Lovely, lovely. What is this Wednesday? Yeah. I don't know anymore. There's no point of keeping track. It's not like we could go anywhere. Yeah. So, uh, for those of you uh, who, in theory, are listening, but probably aren't, um, this is a uh, we, we're we're two uh, illustration students. We go to FIT. Can we say that? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, we go to FIT, uh, and we're bored. So, and I'm a narcissist, so I made a show with my name in it. Uh, yeah, and we're just gonna we have some. Uh, we have some notes. I'm kind of doing this uh, on the uh, kind of Harmontown model where it's like I just take notes, uh, spout some shit. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's mostly just us shooting this shit right now. We're, we're not exactly like a professional, professional podcast. We're, we're, not, we're not very funny. We're not. There's also that. Yeah. We're not overtly handsome. Well, I mean. Well, I'm... <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Let me get my notes here. You have anything you want to talk about, Adam? Uh, like I'll, like, uh, let's, I'll, I'll let's, jump off of whatever you got right now. All right. Uh, you want to start? We're going to do two segments. We're going to do one where we just talk about movies that we've seen recently. And then right. just random shit. What do you want to start with? You want to start with random shit? You want to start with movies? Uh, what have you been watching lately? Uh, well, uh, we both. It was my birthday recently. Uh, you know that. I know that. Um, it was. You were there. Hey. <laughs> uh, anyway, we had we, we did that, that that Netflix party app, you know, where you go online and you uh, you just talk to people. Yeah, worked uh, a lot better yeah. than I thought it would. Yeah, you you seemed to think it was gonna suck. Uh, the reviews were pretty shit for it. So yeah, I thought surprised. I thought it was I thought it went kind of smoothly, but uh, we watched In the Tall Grass, which is a Netflix exclusive. Uh, Stephen King wrote a short story with his son, whose name I don't know. I probably should have written it down. Um, and they made a whole movie out of it, and it was funny. I guess yeah. <laughs> it was funny. It wasn't overtly scary. It was. Uh, felt like it was like an hour longer than it needed to be. Yeah, you know what it was. It, uh, I think I said this to you already, but it's like you can tell when a movie is based on a short film. Sometimes, if it's like. Um, if it's like the first half has a really strong story and then the second half is like uh you could tell when they're running out of the short story yeah is like, it based on a short story yeah so the plot of the short story is just that well the plot of the movie too just to there's gonna be a little bit of spoilers here i don't think anyone cares um where uh these got these people get stuck in this magical tall grass and they can't get out that's like the whole shtick and right. for like the first half of the movie, it's just that it's just oh we can't get out, and then the grass people start showing up, and there's yeah. like time got, travel and like shit. The cliche like uh, creepy kid. In the yeah, once once like uh, the timeline starts getting all out of whack, and like the grass people start showing up, and there's like hell and heaven and shit. You start to realize like they've run out of short story material, and this is now just purely like the movie. Yeah, it, unless that's like, all. Yeah. 
I agree. Like half, like not even halfway through the movie, I was just like, uh, I feel like this movie has said everything it needs to say. Yeah, it, there was a point where I was like, is this still about grass? <laughs> you know, it stopped being about grass uh, somewhere through the movie, and it was, it was, it was. Uh, maybe I would have liked it more if I wasn't watching it with the purpose of making fun of it. Uh, maybe, but I'm I'm sort of biased in that like horror movies don't really grasp me that much. Yeah, I don't know. It's list. Uh, I saw all four Psycho movies. I don't know. If, I don't have a lot to was, say was about. Was it worth going? Was it worth going past the first one? The second one is really good, and I feel like no one thinks to watch the second one or the third one or fourth one because it's like, why would you make a sequel? But I feel like this the second one is a solid, solid sequel. The third one is okay, and the fourth one is like, I get where they were going with it, but like, I don't care. I will say Psycho, that... Psycho's like, sorry to cut you off, but Psycho's the... When was that movie made? The first one? I don't know, but it's... I think people think it's older than it actually... It's like 60s, but I think people think it's older than it actually is because it came, it, it came out at a time where movies were in color, but it like for budgetary reasons it's in black and white so it looks uh, like an older movie than it is but it's not that old gotcha. um but anyway uh what was i saying uh so, oh yeah the basically like my my thought throughout the entirety of psycho 2 is that like every everyone's such a dick to norman bates <laughs> and every time someone does that you kind of in your head you expect them to be like you you know i'm you've seen the first movie right you know who i am <laughs> it's like everyone's just like like fucking do something about it psycho they keep calling him psycho and they're like trying to this is one guy that like specifically he like actually can't remember yeah this is the second movie in the second movie he fires this guy who was like taking care of the hotel while he was away and the word i was looking for was mental institution but um he uh you know he's uh he fires him because he's like running like a like a drug thing in his hotel um and the guy keeps coming back throughout the movie like showing up to like uh norman bates job and shit being like why don't you fucking kill me man and he's like i that's what i do i don't know why you're (laughs) i don't know why you're like poking that bear that's actually what i do i'm not sure how you think that's gonna end give me you should give me the uh like a rundown of psycho because i the first one because i haven't the, uh, seen it. it's uh are you ever gonna see it because it's kind of well, actually yeah i basically yeah, already spoiled it's it like for pretty... you but it's it's basically about uh the idea is that this uh it's like this this lady goes to a hotel and gets murdered and the rest of the movie they're trying to figure out like who mur- uh they think that uh this guy norman bates they think his mother murdered her because she's a you know psycho as mm-hmm. the name implies but it turns out Norman is the psycho and dresses up as his mother, who is already dead, and Jeez. kills people. Yeah. Uh, I hope that's not like a surprise to anyone listening. I feel like every. Uh, well, I know literally nothing about what it. Fuck was that? Uh, but recycled. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like you're hungry, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Um, um, would oh, you say that like horror movies are like one of your favorite genres? I'm. I, I like horror movies that don't scare me. <laughs> I like a horror movie that makes me go whoo, but that's like basically it. I don't like thriller kind of. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to. I want to sleep after I watch a horror movie. I don't want to like. It's reasonable. I also don't. I I, I want to not be too freaked out, and I and I don't want to be grossed out. Like I don't like disgusting horror movies. Like that's fair enough. I don't understand why there's a human centipede. Uh, I, I think don't... people are attracted to that kind of like shock, disgusting value. Yeah, I just it. I I don't fuck with that um uh yeah I've, I've always meant to see it but i feel like it's gonna be like kind of just like disgusting for the sake of being disgusting uh 
my last note is about uh did i tell you about um the, the jeff garland and the rise of skywalker no you know jeff garland right i do not He's uh he's the guy um in Curb Your Enthusiasm who's like his manager or whatever. Oh wait, yes, yes, yes. So I was watching The Rise of Skywalker again because I got it on uh, Blu-ray, and it wasn't as bad as like the first time I watched it. I'll say that I don't really have much to say in that regard, just that I liked it more. But I was watching uh I love like the the special features disc two shit. So I was watching like a whole thing on like the background creatures in the movie, and there's this it's one like an extras on the yeah, and there's this fat ugly blue alien. <laughs> That, like you don't really see in the movie he's like in the background and they're showing them put the makeup on and he starts talking and it's jeff garland <laughs> and he's like oh this cost i can't do a jeff garland voice but he's like he's he's like starts complaining he's like oh it's got a very this, distinct this, voice yeah. it's very uh, it's very it was really funny because i didn't think it was jeff garland <laughs> but they put random ass like famous people in the background and <laughs> i was happy i saw that and didn't know it was him uh, did that make you like the movie just a little more yeah it's just, it's the it's little things that really pushed it over the top for me. Uh, yeah, I I need to catch up on the uh, the new Star Wars movies. The last one I saw was Seven, and even though I, I've never seen like any of them beforehand, like I I thought that was we a pretty good movie. watched four, and you were very tired, so I don't know how much you even remember of four. Yeah, but I still remember thinking while we were watching it that's a very outdated kind of movie. Yeah, people people like swear up and down. Um, that you're supposed to watch the originals in their theatrical format, like before yeah. they were like edited and like CGI and whatnot. But was that the edited version? No, that was it? the original version. Okay. And I, yeah. it's it's such heresy to say, but it's like hard to watch. It is hard to watch. I feel like if it's something that, especially for like me, like you didn't grow up with it, like I feel like it doesn't connect with me as much. It was like because I I I didn't know there were two versions. When I grew up, I always watched the special edition with the with the added effects, and I thought that was yeah. what it was. And I really liked it when I was little. And then we were watching it. This was the first time I'd seen that movie in its original format. And we got to the end where they're getting like the medals and like the ceremony because they blew up the Death Star. Yeah. And like yeah, half the, half the people about. were cardboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was ridiculous. Is there a reason why that version like happened? What do you mean? The, like why why is there like a special effects version? Uh, I have heard a couple things about this actually. Uh, I think the official reason is that they were like, we have some extra scenes, we have some new technology, we want to show people a cooler version of Star Wars, and they did that to hype up the the newer movies that were coming out. The, but so this was like this happened around like the time like when the prequels were coming. Yeah, out. Yeah, when Episode One came out. But okay, I was talking to a professor about it. I don't think I should say his name. Yeah. Um, don't. And he's a big movie guy, and he was saying that George Lucas, like his, worked with his ex-wife, and she was heavily like, she she had a heavy role in the original Star Wars movies, and I, he said part of the reason he remastered them was because he wanted to alter them to the point where he could remove her from the credits. Really? Yeah, which is like the shittiest thing ever. <laughs> so he made a whole like movie. Yeah. Like, edit just to see that. Yeah, and when you when you watch later Star Wars movies without her, you kind of realize she was probably an important part. Like, I yeah, yeah, I I don't know, I. But maybe it's... maybe I need to watch the uh, uh, like the kind of like more remastered version. I think you should. I think it's kind of better, even though uh, I'm gonna get crucified for that. I should probably also watch the other ones too. <laughs> this isn't a movie I watched, but have you seen the 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 new uh, photos from the Dune movie? Uh, no, I haven't actually. Variety or whatever posted on Instagram, not Instagram, uh, Twitter, all these photos of like Oscar Isaac and whatnot, uh, Josh Brolin in the new 
Dune movie. I really like the the visual stuff. I don't really have much funny to say about that, but it just looks really interesting. That's interesting. Uh, no, I haven't seen it, but um, I know they've tried to make a Dune movie in the past that wasn't so great. Yeah, my mom. I was talking. With, I was talking to my mom, and I was like, "We should see this new Dune movie when it comes out. I think it's gonna be big." And she was like, "No, I gotta wait for someone to tell me it's not disgusting." Because apparently, <laughs> when's it come out? Uh, I have no idea if it comes out at this point. <laughs> if movies still exist in the the world we live in. Um, have you ever read the original uh, Frank Herbert? No, but I know you have it, right? Yeah, I do. I, I haven't started it yet. It's a pretty big like commitment. I honestly don't know if I want to have read it before seeing it or want to see it before having read it. I don't really know what the uh, right way is anymore. Yeah. I used that to think sense. it was like read first, watch later, but I kind of care if I like the movie more than I do the book. Uh, For me, yeah. I, don't, I mean, like, I don't really know how faithful it is to the book, but... I think it's nice to read the book to get, like, a sense of, like, what's going on. Yeah. I don't know. Because sometimes you can, uh, like, read a book and, like, um, then you see the movie and the movie's good, but because you read the book, it's not good to you. Uh, Dark Tower? Does that make sense? No, no. Dark Tower is just a shit movie in general. <laughs> I probably shouldn't say that out loud because I know someone in the movie. Um... Oh, whatever they're never gonna see no one's ever gonna see this but <laughs> hollywood <laughs> yeah um but that movie was there was a scene in that movie um <laughs> the so the man in black is like the bad guy of the dark tower series or he is for like one book mm-hmm. he, i think i don't know i haven't finished the whole series but um he he's like a magician he's got like magical powers or whatever and the way they personify it in the movie is like there's a flashback where uh, the gunslinger, the main character, Idris Elba, not yeah. not Idris Elba in this flashback because he's a kid. The gunslinger and his father are like uh, cornered in this battle, and the man in black shows up, and, and the father points his gun at him, and Matthew McConaughey as the man in black goes, "Stop breathing," and the guy just fucking dies. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the stupidest like personification of magic I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> the guy just goes stop breathing and then, um oh, and there was a scene where like it's supposed to be really dark because the kid uh kid jake in the movie like walks in like to find his parents or whatever and like they're both murdered on the floor or some shit by the man in black and it's supposed to be really dark but but there's like it's like in like blood or like crayon i don't know on the wall is a smiley face and it says hi there <laughs> <laughs> and i guess it's supposed to be creepy but like i was it's like something you'd see rap- in like a horror movie yeah i was laughing really fucking hard during that whole sequence yeah it's kind of silly because <laughs> he just is wrote that it- movie is that movie like like everyone kind of like sort of agrees that it's like not yeah i don't think anyone liked that movie yeah. uh it, it it's not they kind of said that it's not supposed to be faithful to the books that it's supposed to be like an alternate take like they because afterwards yeah well before too because the book is like about timeline without getting too spoilery it's about timelines and shit mm-hmm. so they were like this is just a different version it, it's like what if the dark tower was bad <laughs> <laughs> write that down yeah. write that down um <laughs> and <laughs> and they made that a movie um and they also really wanted to like shoehorn in the fact that it ties into other stephen king books and every time they did does it, it, does it do that in the actual book as well? Yeah, but super subtly. So when they do it in the movie, it's like incredibly distracting. Like they, mm-hmm. the kid Jake, they say he has the shine. 
you know, like, right. like yeah, have you seen The Shining? Yeah, The Shining. Yeah, he like has the shine, like the kid from The Shining. I, I'm pretty sure that was in the movie. I can't remember. I I vaguely remember that being one of the things that ties into it. And then there's just a scene where they're in this world, and they pass by a like a broken down carnival, and there's a sign that says Pennywise the Dancing Clown. <laughs> and it's like it's I don't who cares. It's, yeah, it's just like a little like <laughs> thing. Like every movie does that. Like a lot of the Pixar movies do that kind of thing. I know. I just thought it was cheap. I don't know. Yeah, it's just like a little thing. Yeah, it. I found every time they tried to like bring another movie into the movie, it was like incredibly distracting. Uh, this is a uh, kind of related, but um, do you do you know how old Stephen King is? Uh, I have no idea. I ask because it's just like I always like find it really interesting when there's like someone that has such a huge body of work like Stephen King does where it just seems like he pumps out all this like all these books in such a short amount of time like do you think that they all kind of like I don't know like like, do do you think do you think he kind of drops in quality do you think yeah do you think he just kind of like shoots the shit sometimes or well because uh, I, I read, I don't know how anyone could like produce so so much work. And, like, I read his his book Stephen King on writing, which is like about his career and like like stuff he's written and stuff. And yeah. the the honest answer to your question is cocaine. But really? <laughs> yeah, he there's a part in his book which is like the only part I remember of that whole book because it was so funny. Is he's saying like everyone loves like you know Cujo? No, it's this book he wrote about like an evil dog. And it's like one of his okay. big books, and there's a movie and everything. He's like, I have no memory of writing Cujo. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a short story? No, it's a book. Yeah, that's what's crazy <laughs> to me. It's just like he can just like pump this stuff out like, because he like was incredibly not... high. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, you hear that a lot though, where like people like rely on drugs to like get their creativity. Well, no, he's also just really good. Like even when he like now he's not on drugs and he still writes. Really good books. He wrote a book called. Did you ever read Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three? I have it. I, I that book is sober. so good, and I'm yeah. I'm sure he was sober. I hope he was sober writing that one. I hope you're okay, Mr. King. And that's based on like <laughs> a, like a actual like like it's like JFK's assassination. It's like uh yeah, but it's it's about time travel. Right. It's like a guy finds out that he can go back to uh, three years before JFK gets shot, and he's like, well, if I wait three years, I can save JFK. Yeah, and, like, I haven't read it, but I assume that, like, a lot of research has to go into making a book like that. Yeah, I mean, he he has the added benefit of the fact that no one has a straight answer on exactly how that went down. Right. Because, like, I think the the assassin was assassinated after he assassinated JFK, right? That's a whole thing. Uh, Lee Harvey Oswald was killed right after or something like that. I didn't know that part. I just know like, about like Lee Harvey Oswald. I'm pretty sure he was killed by Lee Harvey Oswald. Then Lee Harvey Oswald was killed before he could go to court or something like that. And so mm-hmm. there's a lot of mystery around around the the exacts of why it happened, like how it happened. So he can kind of just make shit up, which is kind of an yeah. advantage there. Yeah, it's just like it's like insane to me. What so, they... much, so much work? Oh, uh, I thought that was like that they shot JFK. That's insane to you. It's, <laughs> it's been a while. I can't believe you're not over that. <laughs> it's only hitting me now. I don't know. It's, but, um, it's like he was yeah, just here. It's nuts that someone could have such a huge body Did, of work. I told you the story about my stepdad um, when JFK got shot, right? Mm, I don't think so. So my stepdad was in like grammar school, and they were watching like Black Beauty. I think he said like during right. like an auditorium thing, 
and they turned off the movie and uh the principal walked up and said uh the president's been shot or something and um my my stepdad turned to his friend and was like they shot louis because like he thought it was like the student president Oh yeah, oh, yeah. He, he thought he fucking killed a kid. <laughs> you, you did tell me about that. I forgot. Yeah, <laughs> I find that so funny. I'm always like, I'm right here. <laughs> yeah. I, How many Stephen King books have you read? I read. I had read half of On Writing, because half of it is about him on coke, and then the other half is about like how to write books. And I kind of okay. checked out at that part. Uh, I read eleven twenty two sixty three, and I've read. Three and a half Dark Tower books. And would you say that, like, they all kind of... Um, We're good? Like, would you say that they're all kind of, like, consistent in, like, the way... Uh, like, what you would expect from Stephen King? Yeah, I'd say so. Uh, there's this one thing that bothers me uh, in the Dark Tower, though. Um, is that uh, because it has to do with, like, multiple realities and whatnot... Um, there's this, like, sometimes something that is, like... Uh, that doesn't make sense like generally it's something grammatical like for example uh he says the word sombrero which is like a feminine version of sombrero which is not something that exists so sombrero is a masculine word in spanish right so sometimes he'll say stuff like that and you can't tell if it's because it's an alternate world and he's trying to be like "Ooh, some things are different or if he just didn't know that uh, most likely that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, it comes up so often that you're like, he's doing this on purpose, right? Yeah, it's interesting to me. Like, um... I just wish I knew, because it bothers me while I'm reading it, and then, like... Have you ever looked it up to, like, look into it? I tweeted him once, and he just never answered me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he has better things to do. Yeah, or maybe, maybe, maybe I, he read the tweet, like, and I was like, hey, uh, you wrote Sombrera, and that's not a real word. Is that, like, a, like, a thing you did on purpose? He, and he read it, and he went, oh, shit! I just like read through his whole book and was like, "Fuck, there's so many of these." <laughs> yeah, man. Imagine what like the fucking spelling's like in the one where he's on cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe he just gets really good at spelling when that's happening. It could be. Um, yeah, but you know the the Percy Jackson books. Do you remember yes, those? Yeah. Those are so fucking horribly edited. Like if you, go, I believe it. If you go back and like look at them, there's so many spelling and grammatical errors in those books. I, I definitely believe it. I remember my second grade teacher telling me that I shouldn't read Percy Jackson because it would be too difficult for me to uh, to understand. What a dick. <laughs> How old were you? Yeah, right. I was maybe like seven. You could understand Percy Jackson at seven. What the it, fuck? It was it? funny because it was like it was the the second book, The Sea of Monsters, and I already read like the first Percy Jackson, so I was just like. Eh. I tried reading Percy Jackson once in middle school, and I didn't get into it. And then another time. I just did it for the hell of it, and I was like, holy fuck, this is amazing. That was, like, my yeah. life for a good chunk of, like, my life was Percy yeah, the Jackson. Co- the covers of those books were, like, super uh, iconic to me. Yeah, I have a signed uh, copy of The Red Pyramid somewhere, which was, like, he tried to do Percy Jackson in Egypt. Yeah. And it only it's lasted... Right up my alley. Yeah, right up your alley. <laughs> Adam's Egyptian. Um, yeah. But they... Uh, it only lasted three books. Um... In Egypt? Yeah. That's longer than I would have expected. Yeah, it wasn't exactly the same thing. Like, they weren't demigods. I forget exactly how... What what they were supposed to be that made them important. Because there's, there's no, like, concept of demigods, I don't think. In, or there, there kind of is in ancient Egypt, but it's, like... It's not the same as it is in Greek mythology. So they... I don't know. 
Yeah, uh, you would think I would know more about that, but I what was funny about that series and then the Percy Jackson books as they went on was really funny is that like you start off when you're like, oh man, I'll write this this series about these kids that run into like Greek mythology monsters. And so you have your first few books, and it's like, oh, it's a minotaur, and it's a hydra, and you get to, like, book three, and you're like, uh, fuck, what else was there? <laughs> and, and like, by book four, it's like, these are, like, seals with dog heads. They're just, like, making shit up? No, they're not making shit up. They just have to use the bad, dumb monsters from Greek mythology uh, that no one remembers. And then they started relying on other mythologies. Yeah, and then you get to Egyptian mythology, and you're like, oh, it's the dog head man. And then it's like... I, fuck what else <laughs> i didn't even know that like they it went on that long i thought there was only like four books there were four books and then i think what uh i, I can't speak for mr riordan but i i think i had read somewhere that like he wanted to stop making percy jackson books and disney was like no and now he Does just Dis- disney owns percy jackson they own the books not the movies uh, which i think is really weird that they would like publish the books and then not make the movies i didn't even know that yeah, it's uh, Disney Hyperion Publishing uh, huh. is, is the publisher that I don't know why I remember that, but um, yeah, I think he wanted to stop making those books, and they were like, hey, "You got to keep making them." So then he made a sequel series to Percy Jackson, where it's like the Greek gods versus the Roman gods, even though they're the same thing. <laughs> yeah, it was it was um, like every every Greek god had like a Roman mode where they could turn into the Roman god. Yeah, it doesn't really make any sense. It didn't. And then he was like, all right, I did the Egypt shit. I did the Roman shit. Now I'm done. They're like, no, you're not. So he did like Norse books and he just kept going for yeah, a long so time. And he, I don't think he wants, cause he used to be an adult, right? Like a, he wrote like adult novels. Yeah. I think he wanted to go back to that, but he was kind of contra- contractually stuck. Now what yeah, he does, the only thing I know him for is Percy Jackson. Now what he does is like, he has other people write these like Percy Jackson esque books where it's like uh my dad is shiva the book and then it like he puts his name on it but he doesn't write it uh, that's so depressing yeah uh Can you just talk about what you what you've been up to uh in terms of like um like passing time what have i been doing to pass time uh we, like if this was like any if for some reason anyone's watching this like a couple months down the road like we're in complete quarantine like you're not really yeah, supposed to leave they... the house like everything's closed you can't really do anything right now yeah so. um I haven't really been doing – I have such a bad memory. Sometimes I walk outside to my backyard. Okay. That's something. I don't know. That's that's the that's the uh, equivalent of doing something in this world is walking. Well, like, it could be like anything. <laughs> like you've been like barbecuing. I've been barbecuing, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think I'm supposed to barbecue tonight. I don't want to. Uh, it's like a good time to just like uh, do stuff that like you like that you normally wouldn't have time for. yeah. Um, I've tried, I've tried being like, I should play a lot of video games because I'm stuck in here, but I don't want to. Yeah, I have the same problem where I, I feel was... like I have like more time than I know what to do with it. And it, it's like overwhelming. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I tried like playing some video games that I had in my backlog that I like had been pushing off and I was like, I want to play them now. And then I started playing them. And I was like, I don't want to do this. Yeah, same with me. Um, it just like doesn't feel, uh, I don't feel satisfied with anything. <laughs> yeah. Everything feels like it's like well you're still gonna be here for a month so it's like that, that, that you're not really accomplishing anything. If if even that like no yeah, one really dude, knows my, how long this is gonna go. My laundry stack is fucking huge right now. Hey everybody, Kid Michael here. Uh, this is the point in the show where uh, generally we would put an ad, but we don't have any. Uh, so this is an ad for our ad space. 
if you want to put your uh, give us money and free products, uh, we're open to that. Uh, Adam, you have any requests? You have anything you want you want to get in the mail? <laughs> you, need, you need you need a new computer. <laughs> um, you know what? Uh, I'm running out of jumbo popsicle sticks. If you, I'll I'll plug that for you guys. Yeah. So what, were they called jumbo popsicle sticks? Yeah. All right. Well, jumbo, uh, Mr. Jumbo, if you're listening, this could be your airtime. Uh, we'll eat fucking Blue Apron. I don't care. I'll uh, that's kind of an, I kind of just advertise them for free though. I probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Um, don't yeah. even say their name. All right. Yeah. I'll I'll bleep it out. But um. If you are looking to uh, put your product on a podcast that people could theoretically listen to, um, reach out to us uh, at Kid Michael Art on Instagram, and uh, we'll, we'll set something up. We'll, we'll give you a little air time. All right, thanks. I'm so thankful I'm not in high school right now, though. I feel like it would be the best time to be in high school. No, I just feel so bad for those teachers. If you like those videos online of like teachers. Yeah, kind of like it's rough, teaching yeah. and like someone just like drops like a slur. <laughs> I was watching someone, one of, our friend sent a video to us that was like, um, this kid just put on music, like started like throwing money everywhere and like lit this huge blunt. Yeah. Did you watch that? No, I haven't. It was like, what the fuck? These it's, poor yeah, teachers, what like do you super, do? It's, it's hard, man. Like, um. Every every like class I've been in almost like it's just like teachers getting distracted by their fucking kids or just, yeah like, like stuff happening in the background. It's like I, it doesn't feel like I'm mean, even in class right now. I have a class where the teacher has birds, which is like yeah. the worst fucking pet to have if you're doing yeah, an online is. class because <laughs> they don't they birds just don't stop. Yeah, they don't I shut know. up, and it's like she's like I'm just gonna mute myself for most of this unless I need to talk to you. And yeah. then she forgets to, or sometimes what she does is she'll like she'll mute herself because the bird won't shut up, and then you'll like tell her whatever you needed to tell her, and then she'll reply to you, and you'll be like after like two minutes you'll be like, were you talking? You're muted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for the majority of your classes, do people have uh, their cameras on and everything? Uh, I try to put it on, uh, but most people don't. I feel yeah. like. I don't Some people know, don't even put their mic the on. Why it... Sorry, yeah, what? it's crazy. I, I, a lot of people don't even have their mic or their camera on. That's why I tend to not put my camera on, just because I don't want to be like the only person in the class that's like showing their face. It just feels so like isolated. It feels so lonely. Yeah. Um, the, my least favorite part of any class right now, I, I'm sure you've run into this too, is like that moment in the class where the teacher says something, and then there's silence, and he goes, "Can can you let me know you're here?" <laughs> Yeah, I was just I talking that. about that with with other people. Um, my my science class on Mondays, like everyone is just on standby, like without their mm-hmm. mics on or cameras on, and like teachers just going one by one through like the attendance list, like trying to ask people questions, and no one's answering. It's incredibly uncomfortable. Yeah, this is not a way to spend our last semester of college. Yeah, that's the thing that hits the hardest. I think is. Uh, this is supposed to be a time where like everyone's really excited. Everyone's kind of like more social than ever before. I feel like. Yeah. I was uh, really, I was really getting into seeing friends and stuff and like going yeah. out. And now it's like, and we had like a, a show, like a senior show where everyone was going to like, uh, it's like a, a good opportunity for us to like get our work out there. You know what thing. I saw today? That's like probably like really stupid is uh in like Michigan. I think it is. People mm-hmm. are like protesting at the, the 
the capital like fucking let us go back to work and it's like what do you you, you want to die i don't get it what do you yeah it's people don't seem to understand it's like doing stuff like that is only like extending how long this has to go on that's that's not so much a protest as is a suicide party you guys are all just meeting up in the middle of a town square it's like all right yeah it's crazy this is how you want to like, go out <laughs> just in my neighborhood alone uh i feel like when i go out to go get groceries and everything i feel like i see more people out and about than i did before this was even happening yeah, all my neighbors, uh, all their kids are playing. I don't. Yeah, no one's ridiculous. listening. It's it's because everyone is like unemployed right now and has nothing to do, so they're just like bored out of their minds. You know, if you, did you see that video when this like was early on during the quarantine? And there's been like several videos like it since, where like these people in Italy were like standing out their windows and like singing uh, together and shit. No. But you 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 get, you get the idea, right? Where it's like some guy started singing and like everyone in Italy like opened their windows and they all started singing and it was like, it's like a Disney movie. even though we're far apart, we can still hang out. I would not be down for that. It's sweet. I would but like, nah, I I'd be like shut the fuck up. Like I would not if someone in my neighborhood started singing out their window. Yesterday That's the difference between or, like uh, on Europe Easter and America. Yeah, on, <laughs> on Easter, like they had uh like a fucking parade float for Passover come out. And they were blasting Latin music in Hebrew. Yeah. And I was like, it was so annoying. It's ridiculous, man. It's People uh, just need to stay home. Hey, they did the same thing in your neighborhood I was telling you yeah, about. But with the Easter, did you see the Easter Bunny? I haven't, but I, I believe it. They do it every year. Really? Even when there's no quarantine? The, the fire truck comes out with the Easter Bunny? There's a, there's like always like a parade of sorts. Like there's something the funny about like a the firemen being like, tangentially related to like law enforcement parading the easter bunny as if they just caught him <laughs> i didn't think about that i don't know just like it's like <laughs> we fucking got him and like yeah. just parading like it's hard and feathered easter bunny <laughs> yeah man i don't know that's just so funny now that i'm thinking about it i kind of like that I kind of if, if that were happening every year in my neighborhood, I would come out and like throw tomatoes at him or some shit like risk like it's the Scarlet Letter or something. <laughs> We're gonna go execute the Easter Bunny. <laughs> you get any chocolate? Uh, I did actually. Yeah, me too. I like chocolate. I ate it like all in like a day. I did too. I had no, I had no food in the house. What I do is, like, I, I eat the chocolate that, like, my mom got for me, and then, like, I'll, over the next few days, as Mike, uh, my, ooh, I shouldn't have said the name, whatever, as my stepdad uh, starts eating chocolate, I'm just like, well, he's not going to eat that, right? And they just, like, slowly eat his chocolate. Does he get mad or notice? He just never remembers. <laughs> it's just, it's how you survive in this world. And, yeah, I, I shouldn't get anything at all. I'm not even supposed to be celebrating Easter. Yeah, well, I mean, doesn't your mom <laughs> celebrate Easter? Not, we don't really like celebrate anything like we just kind of like usually we like all like the whole family just gets together and eats you know like, i of, guess that's celebrating you know what kind of person i don't trust <laughs> yeah people who get easter presents when i uh, when i say easter presents i don't mean like a fucking wind up duck i mean like like an xbox does anyone do that i see people who get like like someone was talking about their friend got a car <laughs> and it's like it's why what are you what how do you relate the 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 resurrection of Christ to the giving of gifts? I don't. <laughs> Their parents got dough, is how. Yeah, I don't know. Like you, you must be some kind of snake if you're getting a car for Christmas uh, for Easter. Yeah, it's crazy. I, you get chocolate for Easter and like maybe a VHS. 
I'm in VHS. <laughs> um, I have Mike Mignola Cliff. Yeah, we were, I was calling out Mike Mignola the other day uh, because all every everything. And, uh, listen, Mike, I love you. You're a hell of an illustrator, but like everything you've ever drawn is a guy on a cliff. You should probably give some more context. All right. Uh, so basically. I'm following him on Twitter now, and he posts, like, a, a, a sketch every day. Like, this is, like, Godzilla, and this is, like, I'm drawing Hellboy again. Remember that? I, I did Hellboy. And then, like, he draws, like, all these these pop culture characters, and they're all on a fucking cliff. Yeah. And everything he does is, like, and, like, the, all the covers of Hellboy, it's all him on, like, the peak of a cliff. And it's good, but, like, I want to see him somewhere else, buddy. <laughs> Draw what about the books? Like the, the beach. <laughs> what about when you're actually reading the books? Do you feel that? Well, no. In the books, he does change the background up because you know it's a, a book. Something has to happen. It can't just all take place where it's like, "Hell, boy, you got to save this person." It's like, right, give me a minute. I'm on the cliff. Yeah. Well, <laughs> my stance on that is, I feel like you can't argue that the the fact that all the Hellboy covers are like pretty iconic. Are they? And there's a reason why. It's because they're, the composition of them is like very well done. So I feel like, Cliff or not, it's still very effective. I don't know. Uh, I think he's a really good illustrator. I think he needs to stop drawing Hellboy on a cliff. That's my, that's my hot take. <laughs> how, um, long we, how long have we been recording for? Since... I don't remember. I wanted to keep this going for like an hour. I don't know how long we've been going. Um, uh, we started roughly about an hour ago. Okay. Oh, so we should probably wrap it up then. Yeah. All right. Well, that was a really uh, kind of rookie <laughs> podcast that we just did. Um, yeah. It's something that we're going to have to like get adjusted to. Yeah, we're, we're going to get better at it. We promise. Um, I don't know if it's the next episode, but coming up, we're going to have a few episodes um, featuring some guests from our school, from my class, who are going to be talking about... Uh, they have some group projects going on that they got to promote on social media, so they might be coming on for that. Um, so look forward to that. Look forward to us getting funnier. Um, look forward Just to more, the- more quarantine. Speed. So anyway, you've been. Wa- thanks for watching. It's this has been it's the Kid Michael Show. My name is Kid Michael. Uh, my co-host has been Adam Ali. Uh, theme song was written by Matt Rosenthal. Uh, Yeah, that's pretty much all I got to say. Thanks, everybody.